0: Today's Leading Women episode 513 with the wonderful Julianne Saviera.
1: Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.
0: I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Julianne Seviera. Julianne Seviera is a sports performance consultant, speaker, hypnotist, and the author of Unleash Your True Athletic Potential. She became obsessed with optimal athletic performance after an injury nearly destroyed her career over 15 years ago. She has produced countless award-winning athletes and was part of the coaching staff that took LIU post to the College World Series. Julianne has owned her own business for over 10 years and has worked on creating a comprehensive system for athletes to improve their performance for over a decade. To learn more, visit www.trueathleticpotential.com. That's www.trueathleticpotential.com. Women of the world, Miss Julianne Severo, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. I am delighted to have you on the show and I'm sure our listeners too. So, Julianne, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with true athletic potential and the nature you've carved out. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat, equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you carry on. As a result of that... Our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that kind of it, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Yes, my business, I was very fortunate in that it started
1: relatively organically. People would come to me knowing that I had played at Division One college and ask me for lessons to pitch. And then I kind of started building on that more and more. I became a certified personal trainer. I became a certified hypnotist to make it so that I would have something that no one else out there really has, which is... You know, being able to approach athletes from a well-rounded stance. So physically, mentally, nutritionally. And I think that's the biggest thing that all of your wonderful listeners can learn about business is you have to be
0: able to do something that no one else can do really
1: in order to be successful.
0: Mm, yeah, I love when I'm here about your business and uh, how uh, you birth in what is right now. And that's a huge lesson uh, for our listeners too, what uh, Julian just shared with us to really be an expert to your niche, do something that, that really uh, makes you unique, that really makes you stand out. The expertise that you have hone that one so you'll be known for it and that you are really good at it. Great that you shared that one with us. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? Oh,
1: I am inspired daily. <laughs> I mean, so much. I mean, if you feel like you're having a day where you just where things are rough with your business and you don't know what to do, like go to you know TedTalks.com, listen to something inspirational. Um, but I, but also because I see as successful as my business is, I see models where they're even more successful, and that just drives me to kind of push a little bit more to do a little bit more every day. And I'm also constantly inspired by my athletes. I'm very fortunate now in that I can kind of filter out the clients that I want and don't want. So at this point, I'm really working with a group that is just phenomenal. And they inspire me every day. You'll find when you're happy, your clients inspire you all the time.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, if you are inspired, you, that that is so contagious because other people are going to be inspired with you, by you. And it's so good when you're working, when you're able to work with your phenomenal clients that really inspire you as, they, in, as you inspire them. Because I truly believe in this two-way relationship, uh, whether that be inspiring each other or helping each other achieve their peak performance as an athlete, or just on a day-to-day basis being inspired with just knowing. Uh, or being happy because you are there, they are there, and that you make a great team, so great inspiration there. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from?
1: Um, I think I have a little bit of OCD, which all (laughs) type A personalities have, you know, you want to do everything and you kind of want to do it perfectly. And in some, in some areas in life, I could see where that would be a detriment, but I think in owning my own business and in wanting my clients to get the most out of everything, I think that's very, very helpful for them is trying to be as meticulous as possible.
0: Mm, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I I was listening to what you said about being a Type A personality because I'm sure a lot of us entrepreneurs are that type. Um, we are so driven with what we do. We love what we do. We we are so meticulous in what we do. We want to have, uh, we want to uh, p- put out there an excellent product, or an excellent service. We're so meticulous in what we do, and that really helps us in a good way. So I see that one as a trait or a. Squ- as a quality that we have as entrepreneurs. All right, let's Oh, yeah.
1: I think, <laughs> I mean, I, I think most people who are really driven in their own business, like you don't get home and you shut it off. You're thinking about what you could do better the next time. You're thinking about what you could do to further your name. You're thinking about, you know what I mean? And although that might make the people you live with a little crazy, um, in the end, that's what really makes you successful is that you're thinking about it all the time while others are not.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, I can totally relate with you, what we said, especially because you have that passion, you have that drive, you, I mean, you live and breathe the business, you live and breathe that passion that you have. So that is, and yeah, I agree with what you learned, you shared with us. I mean, some other people might be able to deal with that one and uh, maybe annoy them in a way, but that's for us, it's different because we have that drive, we have that passion in it with us as an entrepreneur.
1: I think one thing I did very well early on that I would recommend everyone in the audience do is I made sure the business was solvent before I started investing a lot of money in it. Um, I made sure I was actually making money before I you know spent a lot. Um, but on the flip side of that, the tough thing is if you if you're wanting to expand your business and if you're wanting to do more with it in general, it always kind of costs more. So you kind of have to really sit down and actually do some bookkeeping and weigh the pros and cons before you actually go out there and do it. Because that's, that's basically the safest way that you can operate.
0: Mm, huge lessons there I mean I know this area uh, this area of our business you know the building the business side of our business I mean for example bookkeeping that's an area that I'm sure a lot of us are challenged because that's not what we're focused about we're focused about the passion that we have about the business that we have but also there are other areas of our business components of our business that are important like for example with uh, keeping the records uh, bookkeeping is one and uh, that is huge but the good thing is that, you know, um, this challenge that we all have, or I'm sure we we, ha- we share, we, there are a lot of uh, resources that we can tap into, we can ups- outsource this to other people who are experts on it so that we can focus on our own expertise, the passion that we have. So let's learn from the challenges that uh, Julian just shared with us and then, and then know that when this happens to us, we now know what to do. All right, let's talk about work-life balance because, you know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this? work-life balance, and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business?
1: That is probably the toughest question of all. I think if you ask <laughs> 20 female entrepreneurs, they're going to all tell you that that is actually the toughest part, because all my clients have my cell phone number, and they um, you know, they'll, they will literally text me at all hours or call me at all hours. So what I had to start doing, I did two things that I think um, are helpful. First, I started leaving my cell phone home sometimes because there's sometimes where you just have to say, you know what, like I'm going to the movies with my husband. I want to spend some time with my parents, you know, I don't want to be on the phone constantly while this is happening. I want to be, you know, experiencing my life. But on the other end, I think it's very easy for clients, especially when they get to know you and they get to feel comfortable with you. They want to ask you questions constantly. Um, and I started to put a dollar amount on that finally. You know, after doing it for so long for free, it was kind of like, okay. You know, if you want to talk to me on the phone for an hour about college recruiting or about, um, you know, your nutrition or about all this sort of stuff, this is how much it's going to cost because in the end, it's still your time. So that, I think, has made it so that clients are a little bit more picky about what they'll just text out about, you know.
0: Mm, huge, huge there. I mean, uh, setting those boundaries. I know we have clients that can, that they think that we are there 24 hours for them. And of course, yes, we are. But at the same time, we also have other areas of our life that are important to us. We have to spend other uh, time for our family, for our friends, for our social life, for ourselves, not just business. So I love uh, what you learn to share with us. to set boundaries and putting a dollar amount when your clients call you or text you, uh, letting them know that okay if you want to talk about this this is what's gonna cost you because then that gives them two things it, it lets them know that the yeah, that you you value your time so that they can respect and value your time as well and also that sets a, a, a communication and expectation for them that they can just text you any time that they want they also need to respect your time as well as uh, their time being a client so that's a huge huge help in terms of this uh, work-life balance and of course when for example when we are um spending time with family um, it's i know this is hard i'm sure i experienced it myself but for example if you go for a date night or, or a movie with your family or your, your husband or spouse or loved one turn off your phone i do this a lot or i put my phone in silent mode and i don't check it um once i turn off my um, work mode i don't check it and uh, and they my i have another line that when that one rings that then i know it's family. And that helps me too um, regarding, uh, you know, setting the boundaries and learning to say no when, uh, when you have those. So great tips there in terms of this work-life balance. All right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? That is an
1: excellent question. That my clients are achieving success, that are doing, that they're doing so well. I mean, honestly, that's probably that's probably the thing that's most satisfying. Is I just had one of my um, former athletes. She played in the college world series, which for those of you out there who aren't very aware of the softball community, that's like it's the biggest thing as far as that's concerned. I mean, it was, she's one of the top two teams in the country right now. Um, so something like that, I mean, I am, I'm elated about that. Just knowing that my clients are doing well, that just makes my life like really, really rich, knowing that I'm doing everything that I can for them. That and that they always have options like that. I could help them with college if they need it, I could help them with nutrition if they need it, I could help them with hypnosis if they need it. That just, oh, that's unbelievable to (laughs) me. That those are the markers of success for my business, at least.
0: Absolutely. I mean, nothing is so fulfilling or so gratifying that knowing that your clients are doing well as a result of working with you, as a result of our products or services that we provide them, nothing is so uh, great feeling than you are able to impact them. So absolutely, I love your perspective on success. Now, I know you've given us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past.
1: I think the first would definitely be to take some kind of business class because there's, we tend to follow our passions, especially as women. And a lot of the time, the nitty gritty, you know, the, the bookkeeping logistically, like how you're going to work things out with space. And if you're going to do a lot of traveling and things along those lines can be very difficult. So to I, this past year, started working with Bradley Communications to kind of learn a little bit more about business, and I wish I'd done it years and years ago, like I, I've i learned so much. So that would be the first one, definitely, is learn about business, don't just learn about what you love. <laughs> um, two, I would say I definitely would have started, I would have been a speaker much sooner, because being a speaker allows you to share your passion with so many people and you're not just isolating to the kind of that one-on-one situation that you might have with a client or with a couple of clients in your store. So I think those are like the top two. <laughs> but the, the final one I would say is you have to be, and a lot of people hate this, but you have to be meticulous about everything. Like, don't just assume like, okay, this is only $100 and this is only, you know, $50 and this is only $70 because what ends up happening is it adds up. But in the same way, it really adds up to expand your business in small increments. You know, for example, working with, I love love Vega. Vega to me is like the best, probably the best brand out there maybe in the universe. And so I called them and I was like, you know, Vega, I love you. Like, (laughs) can we somehow work together? I would love to like work together with you guys. And sure enough, they're like, you know what? Yeah, why don't you write an article for our website? We'll send you some products, you know, like, so I think you need to expand sometimes in smaller ways, but you also need to bookkeep in smaller ways to make sure that you're not taking steps that are too
0: much for you at any given time. Mm, Huge, huge lessons there. Huge and golden nuggets that we can take action today. So let me just uh, um, summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to take some kind of business class to learn the business side of the business. This is huge, huge, huge. I learned this the hard way. I know I'm passionate with what I do, but there are also other components of what I do, of our passion. That is important. You know, the business side of the business, as they said, the, the logistics, the bookkeeping, Ah, the admin stuff, things that we don't normally want to do or like to do because that's not what our passion is, but it's really important for the success of your business. So if that's not your thing, find, find an expert or find someone expert on the, on those that can do it for you. And the second one is to, which is really huge is also, which huge also is to, become a speaker or uh, as early as you can to get your message out there I mean there's nothing and I know this is an error because I struggle with this myself and I lo- I hate public speaking I hate speaking in uh, in a group or in front of a lot of people even on camera even even on on uh, on uh, videos, for example, but it takes practice it takes the guts and the courage and know that uh, you are able to impact more people you're able to get your messages out there by doing that by uh, being a speaker or, or talking about your message your expertise and touching more people in a bigger way I, i'm very I'm a big proponent of learning that skill to be able to communicate in a bigger audience. And then, of course, the third one, which uh, Juliana shared with us, is to be meticulous, but at the same time, to expand in a smaller way um, as you can in your business. I know. Sometimes it takes a small, smaller steps to get to the bigger steps and uh, be okay with those. Uh, Know that, know your limitations as well. So, so that, uh, so that, you know, you're able to deal with it with, for example, the uh, rapid growth or rapid expansion of your business. Know when you're able to, to deal with those and have that infrastructure to be able to operate and function when that one happens. So Great tips here that uh, Julian just shared with us. Let's take action on them today. all right what um, you know entrepreneurs are wide readers so can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally
1: I loved your money or your life and it is so you can apply it to your business but you can also apply it to your life I'm an avid Avid reader, <laughs> um, so I thought that one was great, and I also I think from just a dietary and nutrition standpoint, aside from plugging my own book here, I also think that um, Thrive by Brendan Brazier is um, is pretty remarkable as well.
0: All right. So that's um, Your Money or Your Life by Vic Robin. And of course, Julianne's uh, book, Julian Sobierre's Xavier, book, Unleash Your True Athletic Potential, especially for our listeners out there who are in the athletic field. I encourage you to pick up her book, Unleash Your True Athletic Potential. And the other one that you've just shared with us is, was it Rye R Y E? Uh,
1: thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E um by Brendan Fraser and he's the founder of Vega and I just think um it just it's it's wonderful because it helps you to understand how your what you eat has environmental impact but it also lets you understand how to get the most out of your energy it's um it's a really good read a lot
0: of recipes with your name <laughs> yeah so that's thrive by a uh, brandon uh Brasher. Yes. and uh yeah i have uh, had a privilege to try their product as well it's one of my protein shakes i use vega the product that comes from them and i really love them for my morning smoothie so absolutely so thrive by brandon brazier i'll make sure to have this on our show notes. Now, this question has been one that our listeners have been asking us, and that is, if you have one woman out there that you admire the most, who would it be and why? Oh, wow. That is a really tough one. (laughs) I know. There's so many out there that we are inspired by.
1: I, You want to know something crazy, though? Mm -hmm. It's not a celebrity. It's not anything like that. It's like... People who are doing what you're doing, like what you are doing, right? You know what I mean? Like other female entrepreneurs who have the courage and they have the expertise to just get out there and take their dreams and bring them to life. You know, like those are the people that really inspire me on a daily basis because, you know, people on television, you can say, oh, well, they've had a lucky break or they've had this or that, you know, I mean... But the people in real life who are really just working day in and day out, those are the ones who really inspire me.
0: Absolutely. I mean, people like just like us who who you know who take our dreams work hard to take our dreams to life i am most inspired by them as well i mean because i know how what it takes to take the dream to take the passion to life so for all of us who are rocking it out there salute to all of you for from today's leading women including me not only who inspires julian but me as well and the whole of today's leading women listeners all right. Lastly, Julianne, I'd love for you to share our listeners. What's one big benefit uh, they can get with your product or your service? Where they can get it? And what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you? And then we'll end from there.
1: Um, the The best thing right now would probably be either the book or to have me come as a speaker, because I really, really love speaking. And I speak on all different topics, a lot of A lot on perseverance and a lot on optimal nutrition, but also just on that winning mindset because I have worked with so many amazing athletes. And a lot of the time, the reason why people don't succeed in life is they just don't have that winning mentality. So being a speaker, (laughs) I mean, I just love, love, helping large groups with issues like that. Um, And the book, Unleash Your True Athletic Potential, it's just, that takes so much of what I've worked with over the years and kind of puts it into a neat little package. So, and you can get that information, all of that information about, there's a speaking page, there's a media page, um, there's a link to click to the book, and there's also a link to get Vega products if you've never heard of them before, because they're really awesome. Um, and that's at true dot All
0: right. So that's a true athletic potential.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now throughathleticpotential.com and uh, take advantage of uh, the informations, the tips and strategies that Julianne just shared with us. And if her products and services resonate with you, I highly encourage you to jump in. If you want, if you're an organization um, or institution, I'd, I would love for you to contact Julianne and have her speak in your um, group, in your audience, about, especially about the winning mindset. Because I agree, one of the foundations of success is having the winning mindset and I'm sure we can learn from her experience and her expertise and of course to pick up her book Unleash Your True Potential it's available on her website at www.trueathleticpotential.com or for our international audiences it's also available on Amazon again the link is www.trueathleticpotential.com Julianne, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life.
1: Oh, thank you so much. This has been wonderful. And I have helped, I've been helped by so many other female entrepreneurs. So if you have any questions, you know, just email me from the website, because I wouldn't be where I was today if I hadn't been helped by other female entrepreneurs.
0: All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash myiTunes. Step number two, click the rate and review button. Step number three, say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman example. Cheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Fair enough awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes.